You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. ABC Tonight. Special Agent Will Trent. Judge of your investigation. I told him I'd bring my best. Will sees things that no one else does. Based on the New York Times bestselling series. Why Will Trent? He's good police. And he's objectively hot. See crime. Put on Amber Alert. There's a kidnapping. Through his eyes. He read that crime scene like it was a book. Ramon Rodriguez is. I'm a pretty observant guy. Will Trent. Series premiere tonight, tonight central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, everybody, real quick before we get started, don't forget about your chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro or Beats Fit Pro. Just rate and or review the show and send proof that you did, like a screenshot of you giving us five stars or whatever. Go to fantheoryqueries.com slash contest for more details. Oh, and you get multiple entries if you review us on multiple platforms. Okay, bye. Hi, and welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. <laughs> I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. So I get to bring the theory this time. It is from, what is this? Is that okay, the username? Gonna, no, no. Oh, so uh, let me interrupt you there for a minute. Uh, when I was copying and pasting this theory into this document, uh, I realized this is not a name that's appropriate for a general audience show. So let's just keep it gotcha. at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That makes more sense. So this theory from said user is that Anakin is still the chosen one even after the events of Rise of Skywalker. So Skywalker, hmm. Anakin is not the one doing the rising. Or is he? Or I'll let you read. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the theory goes, as we know, Rey destroyed the Sith and while that does undermine Anakin fulfilling the Chosen One prophecy, I think it can still be fixed. In Episode 3, Yoda said that the prophecy may have been misread. I think it probably was misread, but not in the way that Yoda thought. Anakin is still the Chosen One, and he will bring balance to the Force, but not by destroying the Sith. However, by destroying Abeloth. Who is Abeloth, you may ask? She's a Legends character. Before Disney bought Star Wars, Abeleth was the embodiment of pure evil in the Star Wars universe. She also has a connection to the Mortis gods. This sounds crazy, I know, but maybe this is something Disney and Lucasfilm could write in the future. I won't get my hopes up, though. For now, this is just a theory. And that's all I have. What, uh, for all of us, um, and maybe those, not all of us, can you refresh your memory on what the prophecy is, just in your um, words? Basically, that the Chosen One will bring balance to the Force. That's, and Anakin is the Chosen One. Yes, that's the that's what they believe. Okay. And, and the prequels. Are you familiar with the character of Abeloth? Vaguely. Okay. I didn't really read the books that Abeloth shows up in, even though I have read a lot of the legends technically uh books that are no longer canon yeah i i I know a little bit but not a whole lot i I know more about the mortis gods than than abeleth well please enlighten us i don't know what a mortis god is the the mortis gods show up in i believe the rebels show i can't remember if they show up in the clone wars show before that i know for sure they're in in the rebel show but basically it's like Good, the good and evil versions, like twins, essentially. That one's good, one's evil. It's kind of it kind of adds a theology to Star mm-hmm. Wars that I wasn't a huge fan of. Okay, but that's on the very basis of descriptions. That's essentially kind of what they are. Okay. Okay. So my 
confusion here is it's just saying that Anakin will be the chosen one and then it just by destroying Abeloth. So did this happen during like the Clone Wars or something? Like when is this supposed to have happened? Which when, uh, when what just supposed to have happened? Uh, when Anakin destroyed Abeloth. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I have an article that I, I looked up and it kind of talks a little bit more about Abeloth. So the the duel at the Lake of Apparitions was a battle between Jedi Grandmaster Luke Skywalker, Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Crate, and the dark side entity Abeloth that occurred on Abeloth's planet in the year 44 ABY, which is a Star Wars thing. And essentially, Luke is the one that kills Abeloth. So in, then Anakin did not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, that kind of shoots it down right there, but... Also, as as much as it kills me, none of the Abeloth stuff is canon anymore because mm-hmm. it's from the Legends books. Even though I think that the Legends stories, most of them are ten times better than what we got in canon. The, the official canon story of yeah, the official canon story of Anakin being the chosen one. We can't use that to back up that theory. Okay. So. What do the comments have to say about that? What do other people have to say? So let's jump into the comments really quickly, and then we can kind of finish our discussion here. Sure. User Bamin Yup says, Anakin will always be the chosen one. Legends isn't canon, so the whole Abeloth point is moot. Um, a chosen one shall come, born of no father, and through him will will ultimate balance in the forest be restored from the canon uh, from the canon novel Master and Apprentice. Anakin is the only person we know born of no father. That's true. So that's what that's what they had to say. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's a fair point. Nothing's B9 uh, says, I always assumed he brought balance to the Force by wiping out the Jedi and the Sith in the form of the Emperor, the two most extreme ends of the Force, which were creating imbalance by one or the other being stronger than the other. I think we can kind of assume the gist of what they were saying. And in response to that, uh, user Shasna, Shasna Nasty says... <laughs> Spell with a K. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll let you figure out where the K goes. Um, <laughs> they say that's not how balance of the force works. The light side is balance. The dark side is corruption of the force. This comes from Lucas himself, which that's is what I was going to get to. Yeah. Concept to me, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I always thought, you know, there was the light side and the dark side. And then yeah. there were th- those in the gray. Yeah. That's yeah. It's that not, represented it's not balance. a fulcrum. It's not really a fulcrum, like okay. people, most people would assume with having two sides, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely like... It's not a second-class lever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, what, what they, Yeah, what they say, or what, they're, what Lucas is trying to say is that whenever the light side is in full power, when there's no dark side, it's balanced because the light side brings peace and harmony and all the good stuff. Now, when we say light side, we're not necessarily talking about the Jedi. We're just talking about the light side of the Force. The Jedi use the light side of the Force, but as we've seen, the Jedi were not as great as uh, everybody makes them out to be. Like, I love the Jedi, but they they had a lot of flaws. And part of the reason why I love the Legends books so much is Luke goes on to become Jedi Grandmaster and starts a whole new Jedi Academy, and he changes some of those rules that were flawed from the original Jedi and Hmm. his Jedi. I I absolutely love, but anyway, 
I digress. Did he ban purple lightsabers? Uh, no, because purple oh. lightsabers are awesome. In fact, there are a lot more <laughs> colors that show up in the books, well, too. Do you see another purple one after Samuel L. Jackson, Mace Windu? No. It's, That's why I figured he didn't ban ban it, it if we don't see it. Maybe he did. <laughs> That's my yeah. fan theory. <laughs> do you know? Do you know how Mace has the purple lightsaber? Because Samuel L. Jackson wanted it. In in canon, do you know how Mace <laughs> has the purple lightsaber? Um, because his descendant Samuel L. Jackson time travels <laughs> to make one. <laughs> so Mace at one point actually turns to the dark side, and so he he has experienced both the light side and the dark side, and is and is able to tap into to both sides of that. And in doing so, whenever he was selecting his kyber crystal or whatever. The bit of the dark side f- from whenever he entered that kind of almost corrupted the blue kyber crystal that he got. So you have the blue and the red that come mm. together and, and make the purple. Ah. So it's it's a representation, a visual representation of the fact that he's capable of using both sides, even though he chooses to only use the light side after a certain point. Now, why don't they use uh, that example when teaching kids how to mix colors? <laughs> <laughs> we could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, so that Corey guy says, Anakin is the chosen one. I'm not well-versed in what George Lucas slash Lucasfilm slash Disney have said about this subject, but my personal headcanon on this subject is that Anakin balanced the Force not only once, but twice. I'll explain. Thank you. He balanced it the, <laughs> he balanced it the first time by destroying the Jedi, reducing their numbers to a mere fraction of what they were at their height. But this balance, quote-unquote, was temporary and led to another imbalance. The Sith grew too powerful. Then Anakin, no longer Vader, returns the balance by killing the Emperor. The scales tip back towards center, as his son Luke has a better grasp of the balance it takes to maintain the Force. It should have ended there. But the Emperor cheated. He cheated death. And the Rod of the Dark Side began to once again tip the scales in its favor. So the Force, no longer able to use Luke Skywalker... Chose a new light side champion. Enter Ray. Champion, quote unquote, not chosen one. Yes, she was chosen by the Force as a knight, someone willing and able to stand for the light against an unchecked darkness. Ray doesn't really balance the Force. She simply keeps it from unbalancing again. The Force was teetering back and forth between the darkness and the light after Anakin uh, killed the Emperor. Ray simply grabbed the scales and stopped them from swaying anymore, which brought the quote unquote balance to its ultimate point. I I'm just going to say like, this is clearly somebody who actually likes the sequel movies and thinks <laughs> that we should follow the stupid canon that Disney came up with. So honestly, in my opinion, their point is completely invalid because uh, but the emperor did cheat. Oh, but unless you're ignoring those movies, no, the emperor does something similar in the books. Mm. It's just, it's not that he has a, a random granddaughter out of nowhere. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> do you think that her name is Ray as an allusion to a ray of light? No. Could be. It could be. That's my fan theory. <laughs> sure. Spencer Gwent. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the last comment that I'll read before we kind of wrap this up is from Jake 03583. They say, my theory, there is no chosen one. Record scratch. The belief that there is such a being is a marker of the hubris that became the downfall of the Jedi Order. Mm. Boom! Mic drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. 
this yeah this all all this stuff is interesting um you and know, confusing well so my my whole let me just show you where my mind is at at this point i, mean, I don't know if you want to know where my mind is at. i'm scared um, <laughs> yeah I'm worried. so there is a ton of stuff if you want to yes. consume star wars stuff mm-hmm. um, i enjoy movies and that's where it stops i've never read a star wars book but i'm glad that those things are there for people to consume and learn about all these things the problem with that is how much of that we're we're in this place now because of this takeover by the beloved d disney that we don't know (laughs) quiet i was waiting for that Um, we don't know exactly what is real and what's not and what's supposed to be canon and and all this stuff it's a lot of it is up for debate and so if you're on michael's side of things this theory really doesn't even matter because at the end of return of the jedi is where things pretty much stop right michael is if that's how you're choosing to view things as far as the movies go yeah not the star wars story right okay so but anakin dies there what so the the prophecy is that this person, born of a no father, father born without a father, is going to bring born of a no father <laughs> is going to bring balance to the force. And is that where that stops? I mean, it just pretty much stops there, right? Yeah, that's essentially what it so is. So all he has to do is bring balance to the force one time, and the prophe- prophecy prophecy <laughs> prophecy is fulfilled. So I mean, yeah, it could have at some point been fulfilled i mean and also though maybe their point about maybe they misspoke in this theory about anakin killing abeloth if anakin's offspring killed abeloth would anakin technically be bringing balance to the force because luke would be not around if anakin did not exist i mean that's true Mm -hmm. so even this this possible error in their theory doesn't necessarily discredit it other than them being wrong with what they typed. Yeah. And, but that's the I thing. It's, it's, it's hard for someone like us, like Laura and I, and even you to it. Cause you don't, you admitted you didn't really know anything about it to completely validate what this person has said, because I don't know anything about this Abeloth and what part they play in throwing off the scales, so to speak. This is one of those things where you have to take an Obi-Wan kind of point of view from, from a certain say, point of view. Hello there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Thank you, Spencer. Uh, you have, you have to look at things as Obi-Wan does and, and mm. look at it from a certain point of view. And you just have to choose which point of view you want to look at it from. Yeah. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> different different <laughs> parts of the universe. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, I... We could dance in circles, and that wouldn't be very fun. So, I mean, I think I have enough. Especially because this is an audio source of entertainment. They wouldn't even see any of it. And you're over there in another room, and Michael's over there in another town. So that'd be hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, But I think I've got all the information I need. Same. So we're we're good with the whole balance thing? Bring Mm -hmm. a balance to the force? Yeah. So speaking of balance, do you guys think our ratings of this theory will be balanced? That's a pretty lame transition. That is so mean. But I'm nice. And Michael's neutral. So then I guess as co-hosts, we're balanced. So you're saying she's Palpatine? 
power! Unlimited power! Let's take a quick break to give Lara some time to process this new development. And we'll rate this theory when we come back. would you like to challenge your little grey cells while reveling in the vintage perfection of David Suchet's Poirot? If so, then the Labours of Hercule podcast was made for you. We're taking a deep dive into every episode of this masterpiece of television and giving you the clues you need to solve the case along with Poirot himself. We present the case and you solve it. Whether you're a detective in the making... Or if you just simply want to gush over the genius and art decodence of Agatha Christie... Then subscribe now to the labors of Hercule wherever you get your podcasts. There is a corner of Los Angeles where dreams are brought to life. The uh, stuff that dreams are made of. Where stars are born. Made in Mars! Top of the world! Where legends are made. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! For over a hundred years, the world has been captivated by Hollywood. But just beneath the stardust lie a million more fascinating stories. Tales of heroism, villainy, betrayal, passion, tragedy and triumph that when sewn together form an incredible history. The Secret History of Hollywood. Available now wherever you get podcasts. So, Laura, did you get all that yelling and weird gesticulating out of your system? Everything that has transpired has done so according to my design. I'll take that as a yes. Now that that's resolved, I'll go over our rating scale really quickly. The highest rating that we have is Genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is Plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. Whew, okay. I'm over it, and I'm ready to rate. <sighs> Can okay. I go first? Okay. No, oh, sure. I'm sorry. Laura, you go first. This is preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> this This is... A mess. Um, I, I what was this person trying to? I don't know. It was strange. Of see how I can't even make sense. It's uh, <laughs> you're, you're just I'm stupefied. dumber. I'm, I'm more stupid for having listened to this <laughs> theory. Uh, I've been stupefied. So, it's it, it's not even none of what they brought up is even canon. So. so my my question is that might help you, Laura, help you make sense of some things. Are is there a faction of fandom that says, well, this whole prophecy about a chosen one is stupid because Anakin did not bring balance to the force, so there must be somebody else out there. Maybe Ray is the one to bring balance to the force. Like, is there people out there claiming that? The people that like the sequel movies, yes, they are. Uh, not all of them, but some of mm. them are kind of going along with that. But we did and... see Ray's father. Yeah. So we know she or has a we? daddy. Then we just saw well, some people. Okay. Well, they presented that as her parents. 
So, yeah, remember yeah. at that time they didn't know what they were doing or they thought they knew and then someone changed their mind. <laughs> then a new director came in and went, that's not what I wanted to yeah. do. <laughs> yep. So my, my point in saying that is I'm trying to understand this person's intention with this theory and it appears to be trying to defend this idea of this was what we all grew up on. This was the love. This They're is being a holdout, I think. Yeah. And saying, you know, it's still possible. I'm still holding out hope that what we all thought and believed to begin with is still possible. So that's kind of what I get from it. But anyway, it doesn't change anything that Laura said. No. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Shall I go? Yeah, go ahead. I'll say preposterous as well. Um, for the fact that they said that Anakin destroyed Abeloth. Anakin did not destroy Abeloth, as we learned. Yoda, he said, a, Yoda said the prophecy may have been misread, but not in the way Yoda thought. What does that even mean? I mean, yeah, who knows what Lo- Yoda really. thinks anything. Anyways, he says stuff backwards. Um, <laughs> well, and he doesn't give his prophecy. inner monologue his yeah. insight into it. He just says that, and that's it. Like, he doesn't explain, I think it was like this, or think it was like this, I do. He doesn't do that. So No father, boy, child will... Balance the force. Well, so from in my personal opinion, the way I always took that line where he where Yoda says that the prophecy may have been misread, Mm -hmm. I took that as he was trying to explain a reasoning for maybe Anakin isn't actually the chosen one. Maybe maybe we misread it. Maybe it's not somebody who was born of no father. Oh, maybe it's somebody else. Mm Gotcha. Because okay. because at that at that point Anakin's acting all cray cray, you know. Okay. Yeah. So you know, so I'm, I'm going to like further define what I mean. This person's theory, as it stands, is preposterous. The idea that Anakin is still the chosen one even after the rise of Skywalker, that idea, I guess that's still plausible. Maybe, I don't know. But the, I I don't. He's dead. But but what I said earlier of maybe he already brought balance to the force at one point and it's unbalanced again. I don't know. What does the prophecy even mean? Nobody knows. Not even Yoda, apparently. So if he doesn't know, then we certainly don't know. And George Lucas and Walt Disney himself don't know what it means. So all I'm saying is maybe he is still the chosen one. But as far as this theory goes, it's preposterous. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> trying to gather my thoughts here they're scattered all over the place by the yeah business. it's there's a lot going on between <laughs> the theory and the comments and spencer's comments <laughs> um no so i i agree um i i genuinely believe that anakin was the chosen one he did fulfill the prophecy just as you said spencer mm-hmm. that he he did it and it was done that doesn't necessarily mean that the forest can't be unbalanced yeah. again. Mm-hmm. He did bring. Uh, he fulfilled the prophecy. It brought balance when? to the force. It, it, it didn't say he was going to perpetually bring balance to mm-hmm. the force. It so just says he's he going to bring balance. Whenever he kills the emperor, yeah. and just because he at that point he's turning back to the light side, and the emperor mm-hmm. is the only other uh, dark side user mm-hmm. in existence at that point. So he kills the dark side. The all their last dark side user. Thus, bringing balance to the force. But Two things to support. We the now reason. know that he didn't kill him. It depends. Maybe that was a, <sighs> a d- death vision as he fell to his death. And <laughs> no, 
I'm, this, but, I'm saying this. I'm saying this, ignoring the sequels. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's yeah. your caveat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, and I'm, I'm going to give you some two reasons why he brought balance to the force. Two p- points of proof. Uh, first one, Ewok party. Second one, Force Ghost. He got his Force Ghost. And so that means yeah. the Force is in balance. So <laughs> I think that even even if we did admit that the sequels existed, mm-hmm. I don't genuinely think that that Palpatine was the original Palpatine. I'm pretty sure that was a clone. Mm. Because, all, like, um, what's the other stupid guy that they, the red herring <laughs> that they gave us for the first couple General of movies Snoke? Snoke uh he yeah, was, was Alfred he was kind of a failed experiment on cloning and we see in Rise of the Skywalker the cloning chambers and stuff so i think that the palpatine we saw in Rise of Skywalker was the best possible clone that they'd come up with at that point so does um, that which, mean that it wasn't a genuine dark side user because it wasn't because it was a clone. Because that's what you were basing your theory on was that no, he's still he's still he killed the last dark side force user. Is what well, you said at, at the at the point because the clones, the 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 clone Palpatines weren't working at that point. So the one that we see in Rise of Skywalker wasn't actually active whenever the original OG Palpatine was killed. So for that moment. Dark side users were done. What were you going to say, Spencer? I was going to say, none of that even matters. And that's what I was trying to be. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Even if, let's say it's the same Palpatine. He got fried. He fell far. Say for five minutes, he was out of commission. That means for five minutes, the force was balanced. Yeah. That's stupid. I'm- but it happened. <laughs> it still counts. <laughs> So then why would you make a grand prophecy if it only was going to last for a couple of minutes? A grand prophecy that a bunch of people put their hope into. If someone made a prophecy that I would one day save Michael's life, and I did, does that mean he's not going to die again? No. If he died five minutes later, I would be like, that prophecy was crap. It still came true. (laughs) I saved his life at one time. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> all that being said, as much as I am a fan of defending the Legends stories, this whole theory is preposterous. Okay. I'm glad it's we're all just, on the same page. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like, you guys pretty much already said what I was going to say about it, and that's I don't need to elaborate any further. It's just preposterous. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, if you're not going to elaborate anymore, this probably means it's time to bring this episode to a close. But before we do, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to share a fascinating detail that oh, I found. Oh, yeah, I love on, when you do this. On it's Reddit. My favorite. I know I don't just have very often because these these little bits of gold are few and far between. But um, do you guys love it when movies or shows hide small details that are easily missed or forgotten? Maybe, but then. They get referenced many years later, proving that the creators had a long-term plan all along. Do you like? Isn't oh, yeah, that neat when that happens? That's my favorite yeah. thing. <laughs> well, Reddit user discovered just such an occurrence. Suicide Squad 2016. The Joker's forehead says damaged. This is a reference to the state of the DCEU. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or uh, I'm sorry, true. rather I should be going ah 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 ah. Oh man, that's good. That's good. They they buried it. They buried it. Dang, it is so damaged. That was their own prophecy. Every week that every week that we record, there's something worse that's just happened. Now we are at the point of. Ezra Miller is going through some intensive therapy. Why don't we? Which sounds to me like DC is like we've got to still release the Flash. We have to. You know what DC stands for? Damage control. (laughs) I just came up with that off the top of my head. I'm so proud of that. I'm pretty impressed. And and we were recording when it happened. (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) Well, this has been Fan Theory Queries, and I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. In our next episode, we ask, could kicking off your Sunday shoes attract a deadly species of underground worm monsters to a small, isolated town where they would then launch a terrifying killing spree? Yes, I'm suggesting that Footloose could actually be a prequel to Tremors. Subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on that and other fascinating fan theories. Ah, 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 ah. Ah, 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 Fan Theory Queries is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like All Creatures, When Things Go Wrong, and Who Arted? <laughs>